Welcome everyone to week nine fantasy football weather guys. Today I am joined with uh, Sean Bratton, our on-staff meteorologist, and Dr. Nicholas Chiraldi, our analytic genius. How are you guys? <laughs> Halfway through the season. Halfway, crazy. we made it through this crazy, crazy year. We're halfway through the season, more than halfway through for the fantasy season, but excited to be back for our week number nine. Yeah, and we've certainly had a lot of weather this season, which seems a little bit abnormal, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially last week uh, was, for any of you who watched the Cleveland Raiders game, weather was out of control and had a huge impact. Yeah. I don't think uh, we didn't see a quarterback throw over 300 yards in our five games we talked about last week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did do the best as expected, but we really want to focus on two of the games that uh, were really impactful. And that was the uh, Raiders-Cleveland game, which was the most impacted. If anyone took the under on that game, well done. That game was a windy, windy game. And then we had the New England at Buffalo, which they ended up do. They did go over, getting over the over, but it still was a pretty impactful game. Nick, what were you saying about yeah. the weather at the game, the winds at the um, Cleveland game? Yeah, in Cleveland, uh, the highest reported gust during game time was 43 miles per hour, and the sustained winds were about 30 miles per hour. So that that's, I mean. Trying to play football in that kind of wind is just insane. And we saw that with some of the kickers, right? Just yeah. the ball was just doing insane things from even 30, 40 yards out. Yeah, I mean, they, you could tell one of the, the field goal kicker legitimately aiming at the uh, the right goalpost, and it was a 30, 35-yard field goal and completely shifted to the left, and he missed it. Um, and the QBs were the big, big focal point here. I mean, you had David Carr only 112 yards, one TD, Baker Mayfield, only 122 yards, no picks, but no touchdowns. You had uh, one touchdown by a quarterback in that game, only 22 points scored. The over-under going into this game was like like low 50s. Um, and th this was, if, if you were there, people were talking about the weather. So I think Colin's showing the video here. Well, I'm about to bring it up uh, for our guests. Attempting, oh, this is a 41-yarder, so it was a little bit longer. Yep, so I'm going to. Uh, but it completely shifted in the wind and completely missed it. crazy you know another interesting thing about this game is that the temperature actually dropped a full 10 degrees uh from 12 o'clock to four o'clock and so these players were warming up and you know maybe it was pretty comfortable out but it got pretty chilly as the game went on too yeah i mean and they got basically all four seasons in this game uh it was rainy and then it was uh sunny and then it was snowing it had some snow players as well and even some in, in i heard some of the players and some of the announcers refer to this as hail that was sleet it was it was not hail hail is something usually we see in, in when we have convection or thunderstorms sleet is is more of a, a wintry type of precipitation and it has to do with the, the vertical profile of temperature in the atmosphere but you basically got a little bit of everything uh in this game that was just incredibly impactful so hail more summer effect if it looks like hail, but it's a winter effect, it's more likely, most likely sleet, even if it's round little balls. <laughs> yeah, and, and typically people use these terms interchangeably, sleet and hail, but they're, the, the actually atmospheric process for, for creating this precipitation is, is very different. Well, we need to get those uh, announcers' lexicons correct with the weather terms. So yeah, moving on, um, 
to this week. We, we are kind of monitoring one game. Uh, you know, it's kind of a quiet week. So, you know, not always going to have the crazy weather weeks that we are hoping for to have the weather weenies on staff get excited. Um, but I will bring up our weather impact table for the viewers. So right now it's a tropical depression, tropical depression Ada, but it's going to strengthen a little bit as it moves northeast uh, towards Cuba. So there are two games that could be impacted by both rain and some wind associated with uh, what will be tropical storm Ada. As Tropical Storm Ada uh, starts to move northeast, you can see it gets uh, its center around Cuba by 12 p.m. on Sunday um, and then starts to move a little bit northwest. What's interesting about this is even though they they're locating the storm center over Cuba at 12 p.m. Sunday, the rain, most of the precipitation is going to be on the northern side of the storm pushing into Florida. So both the Tampa Bay and Jacksonville games may be in play for some uh, precipitation and possibly wind. Right now, the National Weather Service is forecasting a 60% chance of rain in Jacksonville throughout the game. And they're forecasting close to a tenth uh, of an inch of precipitation, which um, can be significant for a football game, uh, especially in the south. You know, it can affect players' footings, um, quarterbacks. There's a lot of issues we see with uh, a rain that kind of is steady throughout the game, which is what the National Weather Service is leaning towards. Uh, if you pull up uh, the other graphic I sent you, Colin, the European uh, Center's forecast here is a little bit more bullish. So what we're looking at is precipitation and pressure. So where you see the uh, blues and the purples, there's um, more rain falling in the purples than the blues. And you can see the center of the storm there is right over Cuba, as we have been discussing. So the ECMWF, the European Center's forecast, is starting to push the rain bands uh, north towards Jacksonville. Uh, and this is at game time. And they're starting to show these rain bands sort of moving through uh, during game time. Because of uh, where Jacksonville is positioned relative to the storm and the heaviest rain, uh, this is what we kind of call a high bust potential forecast, meaning the models really aren't good at resolving sort of the precipitation shield or where the end of the precipitation is going to be um, associated with these tropical storms. So if some of these uh, rain bands do work their way into Jacksonville, um, we may see some impacts, but there's also a really good chance that the rain never really gets as far north as central Florida, maybe Orlando area. Um, so this is going to be a really tricky forecast to watch play out uh, throughout the end of the week here. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree that uh, I'm, not, I'm not incredibly bullish that we're going to get a whole lot of precipitation uh, in Jacksonville. I think if we do, I think it's going to be relatively shorter-lived. Um, with these rain bands, they are fairly unpredictable with, with tropical disturbances. Uh, but like Nick mentioned, you know, the, the National Weather Service is, as of now, saying we, we are going to have some rain at some point moving through that area. And the thing is, is if it does come down, it could come down relatively heavy for a period of time. And uh, these are grass fields, so uh, we know that these could get muddy. 
players can lose traction and they can't get the yards after the catch. So we could be looking at some potential impacts here. We'll start with the the Jacksonville game. Uh, and actually, we have a new quarterback, a rookie quarterback starting for us on Jacksonville. Uh, Jake Lutton is going to be starting for, for Jacksonville in place of Gardner Menchu who's dealing with some, some injuries. And this game right now is set to be at a 50.5 over under. Uh, Texans are favored by seven in this one. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I want Jake to do well. He's a six round draft pick. He was like, Colin, what'd you tell me? 100 and what? 89th overall? 189th. 189th. So we're talking about yeah. uh, maybe a future Tom Brady here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Texans have been awful on defense, giving up 30, even potential 40 points pretty much week after week. The only time they actually did okay as a defense was against Jacksonville, uh, where they only gave up 14 points. Um, but I, I do expect him to get some throws here. But what we do notice is in weather, uh, rookie uh, players with not a lot of experience and also players that maybe aren't the most most athletic, usually the ones that perform the most poorly in weather. So I don't have high expectations for Jake Lutton this, uh, this week. And so maybe some of the pass, catcher, uh, pass catchers in uh, Jacksonville I'm not super high on. Um, on the other side of the ball, I, I'm I'm happy playing Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, I think he's going to be able to move the ball. I think they're going to score some points. Right now they're projected to get around 20, like 25, 30 points. So uh, I think there's some points to be scored on the Texan side, including maybe Darren Fells, where we right. see about a 15% increase in productivity for tight ends the in problem, these weather The problem with Darren Fells, though, is you never can predict touchdowns. And you kind of live and die yeah. with a tight end like Darren Fells on, on the Texans, mediocre at best offense. I, I, and I say that from watching them not you know my one of my friends is a Texans fan and not really stat wise but when I watch them I just feel like you have Mr. Glass Fuller who I'm terrified anytime he gets hit and you know we'll see what happens here at this game yeah I mean they have they're just coming off of their bye um and you know when he played against uh Jacksonville last time he scored almost 13 points in our league then he played Tennessee at 18 points he played against Baltimore and had uh, almost 10 points. But, Colin, to your point, uh, when when he's done well, he's gotten a touchdown. He hasn't eclipsed the 100-yard mark. The most yards he's gotten this year is 85. Um, but if they're able to move the ball, which Vegas is predicting they do, obviously he's a red zone target. So I wouldn't be opposed to playing Fells uh, this upcoming week against a not-so-great 28th-ranked or 27th-ranked Jacksonville defense. Yeah, and in fantasy, I, I believe, I just had it up, Fells is actually like $4,200, I think, which, to me, there's some upside yeah. there, possibly. I'm, I'm just pulling it up right now. I, I agree. I mean, he's a little bit boomer bust, but that's to be expected at the position really week in and week out unless you have a Travis Kelsey type of uh, to player to slot in there. The it's always a crapshoot with the with the tight end. Um, so, we're, Nick, did you have any yes. yeah any more information on the the Jacksonville game that you wanted to add? N- Hello, Nick, are you muted? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I was <laughs> muted. That's okay. <laughs> I was just saying I was surprised when I when I heard Minshew was out and I was looking at the depth chart. Uh, you know, I saw Jake Lutton. Who the hell's that? But they also have Mike Glennon, you know, on the team who is a veteran and has some starts under his belt. Um, but yet they're going with the rookie. I don't know. I, I thought that was a bit of an interesting dynamic for this game. 
Yeah, and he may be on a short leash. So I was looking on DraftKings. I believe he was around forty nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, he's forty nine hundred. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's a really low price tag to be playing for a story, uh, starting QB. But with that being said, he may have a short leash. Will he play the whole game? There may be some weather. You know, you're paying a low price tag, but uh, you you may get what you pay for here with Jake Lutton, but. I'm hopeful for, you know, I, I want him to do well. I just don't know if this is going to be the matchup for the rookie QB. It's first time taking an NFL snap. Yeah, and I, I think my call on this game will be that there there will be some weather impacts, so I I definitely would stay away from the, the rookie. And then yeah. later on at night, we do have the Saints play in Tampa, big rivalry. Um, you know, w- what do you think there? You know, Breeze, do you, I can't believe we're even talking about questioning sitting Drew Breeze. I've been sitting him all season. I've been playing uh, Justin Herbert. That is just unbelievable. I mean, I guess I just feel old when I hear things like that. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about uh, Drew Breeze, you know, a couple in a couple of past shows. His weather performance, his production does drop. Um, he, he loses some value in terms of overall points. If there is any rain in this game, I think it hurts. It hurts Drew Brees. Um, I don't know what the wide receiver core looks like this week, uh, but I, I would stay away from Drew Brees as well. Uh, I, I think if there's any rain, there's a lot of downside um, to his performance. And there could be wind in this one too. So uh, I think all of the Florida games I might, I might stay away from just because of the forecast uncertainty at, at this point in the week. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah, bring up the uh, analytics on Drew Brees if we want to talk about it a little bit. If not, I mean, it, like you said, it's there's really only four impacted games that he kind of sees the um, the rain, and I did that wrong. So maybe we don't talk about it. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's, what's super interesting about Brees this year is we kind of have this perception about Drew Brees because he started the season so abysmal. Um, he did not do well to start the season against Tampa Bay. He only got 23 fantasy points in our league, which is well below normal. Um, and then against Las Vegas, he only got around 24. But then after that, he got 37, he got 26, 32, 35, 32. So, you know, other than maybe one game, uh, he's been doing better. But the big thing is he's playing against the Tampa defense, which has been a stout defense. Uh, Daniel Jones got picked off two times against the Tampa Bay defense on Monday. Uh, Drew Brees has thrown a few more interceptions this year. Uh, if there is some weather, I, I do think there may be some higher chance or highly likelihood of maybe some turnovers by Drew Brees. But you have Michael Thomas coming back. At least that's the report. Who else he do you have coming back? He was limited on Thursday, but he was limited today, I think. Yeah. I mean, talking about people yeah, so coming I, back. I think he's really going to try to make a push to play, but talking about people coming back in this game Antonio Brown does that open up Mike Evans does does Antonio Brown provide a weapon for Tom Brady I read an article that Tampa Bay was very impressed with his shape that he came to to work that he actually came to work he's ready to go I think it'd be interesting too I mean that that's going to be an interesting game yeah I saw a developing uh, storyline today potentially that Breeze didn't practice again for the second uh Second day, uh, second straight day, uh, which is kind of rare for him, especially this late in the week. To, have you guys heard anything about whether or not he's got an injury going on? He does have a questionable tag right now. It's his, it's his right shoulder. Um, he he has been limited uh, during Wednesday, and he was limited today. So yesterday and today, uh, we'll see if he practices tomorrow. 
I, I'm more in the frame. I think he's going to play. Um, I think Drew Brees is a pretty tough guy. Uh, and I think unless it's something really monumental, he's going to make an effort to play. But I think we need to get a little bit more information. Um, I think he'll be limited again on Friday and he'll play on Sunday. But also with another, I don't know, see. I don't know if they're reporting Camara. Also, supposedly on a possible watch list for a toe, for a foot, but he seems to be playing too. Yeah, it was a stubbed toe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he got a, a tag for because he stubbed his toe. Well, I mean, um, ask just Shaq. crazy. That must have been a hell of a stub. Because, I will say, ask Shaq I mean, about toe injuries. A big toe injury almost <laughs> took Shaq out for a whole season. I think he was down, and I forgot where he was when it happened, but he had a big toe injury, and it almost took him out for the whole season. Yeah, but to kind of get back to A.B. here, Antonio Brown, um, this is super interesting with, with Godwin out. Uh, you know, you got Mike Evans, you got Scotty Miller, you got Gronk, you got A.B. You're going against uh, the Saints defense, uh, passing defense, which has been a little bit more susceptible uh, this year. Uh, they are ranked 17th, giving up around 240 yards per game. Uh, I think Tom Brady's going to want to be slinging the ball in this game. The over-under on this is 51.5 with Tampa Bay favored by four. Uh, so I think there's some points to be scored here. I think they're going to ease A.B. back in, but I think he's going to get targets. Yeah. Uh, I know some people that are playing him uh, in a even a three-wide receiver league. They're slotting him in there and just down. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened this week. Yeah, and for what it's worth, Sean Brady is another quarterback that really doesn't seem to be affected by weather. Um, played outside all his career in New England. There's a lot of good sample we could pull from. Uh, so we're not really worried about Tom Brady's performance if it is rainy and windy. Uh, really, in any capacity. So to wrap up, no, wrap up. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Sean. I just nope. Go ahead. Well, no, I was actually just going to wrap up the week with one other game that we're kind of watching with the the gusty winds of the plains, and it's not even that gusty. But I was going to move on to the Kansas City Panthers game. Yeah, um, just a just a quick summary for before we go there with Saints. If Michael Thomas is playing, I'm, I'm a little. You got to play Michael Thomas, but I'm worried against the tough Tampa Bay defense in weather, coming back from an injury. If if you maybe you got to watch the injury report, but I'm. A little, I'm a little scared to be playing him this week. Obviously, you play him if he's there, but uh, don't expect big things this week from uh, from Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara, I think he's going to be a go. I, I see him having a, a big game. I think they're going to have to rely on uh, Alvin Kamara in this game, and I think they're going to. I think he's going to have a big game for them on the Tampa Bay side. Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans yeah. is still going to get work. Yeah. What's I was going to say Mike Evans. I was going to say. You have AB now lining yeah. up. I think I think they're they're finding their their rhythm. Tom Brady and Mike Evans. You got Gronk being a threat now, more in a slot. He's doing pretty well game to game. I think Mike Evans is a definite play. Yeah, and we know that Tom Brady plays best when he's passing the ball around to all of his options. And I think we're going to see that on Sunday night. I think you're going to see AB get involved. If you have him, I would say play him. Uh, Gronk, I think he's his he's getting touchdowns like crazy now. He's a red zone target. Play him. Uh, Mike Evans, we saw him being targeted in the red zone uh, when they played the Giants. I think he's a playable asset here as well. I'm really liking the pass catchers here, including Gronk, um, AB, uh, and Evans in this one. So now moving on to including our— Including Tom Brady. If you got Tom Brady, blam. <laughs> you know, Sean is our—he loves talking fantasy. 
I was just moving on to uh, the next game, our last game. Kind of, we're watching. Not saying that there's really any caution here yet, but there could be some wins to to look at. Right now, they're around what 15 to 17 miles an hour at the Kansas City game. Uh, Panthers, yeah, right. Panthers at Kansas City. Yeah, the Panthers are traveling to KC for this one. We're noticing the models back off a little bit on the wind, so they're not being as bullish with the winds. This is associated with uh, a front that's developing um, just to the east of the Rockies, so Lee of the Rockies. And so we have a storm spinning up over Montana, and there's a trailing front, uh, and some winds are supposed to pick up over the central plains uh, into the northern plains. But uh, I, I think it's having a little bit trouble developing, uh, so I, I don't anticipate this to be a very impactful game. So Colin's bringing up, our wind map now, uh, and if we go forward in time to 18Z on Sunday, there we go. And so we're looking at right over the heartland between Kansas and Missouri is where we're going to be looking at our winds. Uh, so, yep, just a few more time steps here. Right there, if you could scroll down. So it looks like a lot of the heavier winds are off to the west, so it's, it's, it's still developing. It's off to the west. Uh, I think these are going to diminish as this front moves east a little bit. I, I don't, even on here, it's not showing up as an orange uh, as a caution yet. So uh, I think if there does, be, if there is some wind here, uh, I like Kelsey. I like Hill. They have performed well in weather games with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Panthers, I think Robbie Anderson's going to continue to get targets. Is Christian McCaffrey going to play? That's a little bit of a question mark still. I don't know if they're going to push him to play, but Mike Davis is a good option here. I'd be playing Christian McCaffrey if he's in there. Um, DJ Moore, I have him. I'm actually thinking about sitting him, still deciding. But again, I don't think weather is going to be the headline in this game. I think they're going to play how they're going to play, especially right now the over-under in that game is 52 and a half points with the KC favored by 10 and a half. So I would take the over. Take that for what it's worth. Um, great. Is there anything else you guys want to add this week, or we'll uh, call it a week? I think uh, you know we to recap. We do see some maybe some potential weather impacts from tropical depression. I'm going to say that right, Ada, uh, in the uh, Jacksonville game, Houston at Jacksonville, that possibly may linger around at night for the uh, Saints at. Uh, Tampa game, and then we were also looking at the maybe wins being a potential, maybe not uh, impact the Kansas City. If you want to follow us, you know, uh, and stay up to date, follow us at, at F Weather Guys on Twitter, YouTube, um, Twitch. We'll we'll be posting these videos on YouTube and tweeting about any possible changes. Um, before we close, do you guys want to say anything else, or are we ready to call it a night? No, yeah, just keep up to date. We usually use Twitter to update on weather conditions. So come Sunday, if, if that rain banding looks, we're more confident in it, we'll make sure to notify you and, and, and specify some impacts. Uh, but other than that, good luck to everybody. We only have a few weeks here before we have to start worrying about playoffs. So yeah. uh, good luck to everybody this week. Yeah, thank you. Good luck.